mystery. In our history. everyone, thank you for listening to the Mystery in Our History podcast, where we take an in-depth look at all things urban legend and conspiracy theory related and how they came to be. I'm J.R. Supa, and joining me as always is Chris Berry. Hello! So, this week, Chris and I are going to be talking about Antarctica, the City of Angels. <laughs> city of Angels. <laughs> <laughs> In reality, Antarctica is a conspiracy theorist's wet dream because the possibilities of one's imagination are endless and people are coming up with a lot of theories about Antarctica. So on this episode, we're going to discuss a few of the wild ones. It's my it's it's my wet dream, honestly. Like yeah. I was excited that you chose this one because I love it. <laughs> well, you gave me you gave me a, a few options and I thought you were the most excited about Antarctica, so we, we I went am. Antarctica. All right. That makes me happy. Still not sponsored? Oh. <laughs> Get out of Natty. Come on. All right. So theory number one. Antarctica is actually the sunken city of Atlantis. You heard me right, folks. Some believe that Atlantis and Antarctica are one and the same. And I'm sure everyone has heard of Atlantis before, but just some quick background. Yeah, I mean, what's well, Atlantis, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, everybody has heard of Atlantis, but not everybody may be um, privy to the full legend, if you will. So Atlantis was an island that the Greek philosopher Plato believed to be inhabited by an advanced civilization, which spawns like the crazy alien theories right off the bat. But the island reportedly sank within 24 hours, somewhere around 9600 BCE. That's just so wild. Like, Atlantis in itself is just mm-hmm. wild. But yeah, anyway. Professor Charles Hapgood of Keene College, New Hampshire. Yo, represent. <laughs> <laughs> is who first drew attention to the fact that the continent appears on ancient uh, Portolans port-to-port nautical charts that long antedate the discovery of Antarctica by Captain James Cook in 1773-74. to More important, some of these maps appear to show the landmass as it was before the ice obliterated its coastal features. In this opinion, or in his opinion, sorry, these nautical charts were constructed from age-old source maps that had been copied and recopied across many thousands of years and were the handiwork originally of a sophisticated seafaring culture that existed as early as 7,000 B.C. Yeah, it's funny, too, because, like, that could explain a lot of the ancient alien stuff if it ever turned out to be true. Like, mm-hmm. it's perfect. It could, in fact, it could explain a lot of things yeah. or how a lot of things came to be. As, as someone who, when it comes to conspiracies, is the skeptic of our duo... Um, I will admit that in many cases I've noticed like a lot of the the dates end up lining up and it's a little weird that they do so, you know what I mean like it's it's mm-hmm. you know but it it does like it ends up just being like oh well if that's the case like this actually could have happened yeah right exactly so Hapgood pointed out that although most estimates suggests yeah Let's try that one again. 
<laughs> Here we go. What's, what what are we in? We're, we're three minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Slugging uh, those natties a little too fast. Sh- evidently, Hapgood pointed <laughs> out that although most estimates suggest that Antarctica became icebound as much as 300,000 years ago, core samples from the Ross Sea area show evidence of pollen spectra from relatively green environment as late as 4000 BC. He also proposes that the ice sea only fully engulfed the landmass following a polar shift in 9500 BC, a date coinciding with the end of the last ice age. So that and and like that happens with that that interacts with the the 9600 BCE that Plato's talking about with Atlantis. Right, right. So it, all of these ideas are outlined in Hapgood's uh, book, Maps of Ancient Sea Kings, first published in 1966. It's also weird to think about, like, the possibility that Atlantis maybe didn't sink fully or, like, maybe halfway sank or maybe, like, we had, like, a little bit of a, of a, a sea level rising or what have you. But... Yeah in fact was just frozen in place instead of you know sank to the bottom of the ocean yeah and that's just under all this ice there's like what thousands of feet of ice or hundreds of feet of ice or whatever it is like that before there's any actual land yeah absolutely so now this theory however does have some drawbacks for example plato states that atlantis was placed in the atlantic ocean which lay opposite the pillars of hercules mythical rocks which stood either side of the entrance to the Mediterranean Sea. It also seems certain that the legendary island lay in the west, since the name Atlantic is derived from Atlas, the titan of Greek mythology who was granted dominion over the lands of the far west. This includes the ancient kingdom of uh, uh, Mauritania, modern Morocco, Algeria, and the western Sahara. where we find Mount Atlas, which legends, legends assert is the petrified titan supporting the heavens on its shoulders. Thus, we can see Plato's Atlantis was thought to lie in the direction of the setting sun, where the various isles of the blessed, or fortunate isles, were also thought to lie, and not south in the direction of the South Pole. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's all plausible, again, with the with the conspiracy stuff. It's always like... It's always a possibility, but for me, the problem with this is it's it's all just theories, right? Right. So it's hard to say it like, really debunks anything, because we haven't found Atlantis either in the Atlantic Ocean either, or in Antarctica, or that we right. know of. So it's just yeah. kind of like, I, I feel like we're, we're, we're in the Atlantic Ocean quite a bit. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's like saying, you know, if they had found something in the Atlantic Ocean, then they could be like, well, obviously your South Pole theory is fucking stupid. Right, right. But, but they haven't found anything. So right, it's so like... it's it's more likely that there is no Atlantis than... <laughs> but my, my point is, is that... No, like, you're right, it's, yeah. It's just as likely for Atlantis to be in the South Pole than it is to be in the Atlantic Ocean. It's more likely that there just is no Atlantis and it's just a myth, but... It's equal as far as location yeah. goes because no one's proven that it's not in any specific location. Right. Until any solid evidence comes along, it's right. all plausible. Unless they find like a scroll, you know, they find Plato and they find a scroll that says Atlantis. Just kidding. 
Yeah, JK, bros. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't that a wild hunt. <laughs> yeah. So, in addition to these facts, it can be shown that the immense size attributed by Plato to this Atlantic island empire relates not to its geographical extent, but to the regions of the ocean over which the kings of Atlantis were considered to hold dominion. This is verified in the knowledge that the Atlantic am- Empire consisted of a whole series of islands which lay in front of an opposite continent, an allusion most probably to the Americas reached via a series of other islands. Accommodating these facts into the Antarctica-Atlantis hypothesis would mean attempting to prove that the opposite continent was either Australia or South America, with the other islands being those of Indonesia, Malaysia, um, sorry, Melanesia, or Micronesia. And it just doesn't make sense. Well, you know, I mean, if you chop up every little conspiracy and throw it under a microscope, nothing's going to make sense, JR. That's, uh, that's the beauty. But, but I mean, all, all kidding aside, that's the beauty of conspiracy theories, right? Uh, it's the willingness, to, it's the willingness to explore uh, past what you know or what you think you know yeah. and think openly about the unknown. So that's, that's always I, just been my favorite I thing hear, about I it. hear you. I hear you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's okay. (laughs) All right. Well, get ready for the next one. The biggest argument against Antarctica being Atlantis is the sheer fact that no reliable evidence of human occupation has ever come to light, even though the continent really does appear on pre-discovery maps. Yeah, and that's, that's really the kicker, right? Like, it does appear on these old maps, and I think that the most plausible explanation as to why Atlantis was lost was because no one's allowed to go there and really root around. And, uh, you know, you're not allowed to dig that sucker up. You, you, no one's allowed to go to Antarctica. It's like off limits. It's insane. There's no well, fly I, zones. I think, all that shit. I think it's pretty apparent that, you know, Atlantis isn't in Antarctica. So let's just move on to theory number two. <laughs> theory number two. Images captured by NASA's Operation Ice Bridge are proof that an ancient civilization existed in Antarctica 12,000 years ago. Just when you thought we were walking away from Atlantis, it's back in play. <laughs> Atlantis is just the center of all conspiracies at this point. You throw me a conspiracy and I'll find out how Atlantis fits in. It's like JFK, Lee Harvey Oswald, he's from Atlantis. <laughs> Moon landing, I was filmed in Atlantis, man. Like, don't worry about it. Filmed in Atlantis. <laughs> You really think they brought Stanley Kubrick to Atlantis? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's what he's he's the few oh, select that's been there. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Operation for those of you who don't know, Operation Ice Bridge is a six year aerial survey to understand Earth's climate change better. And for those of you who think climate change isn't a thing, you're an idiot. As the ice sheets of Antarctica continue to melt, experts believe that the lessening snow is revealing a mysterious truth about the South Pole. Satellite images from NASA show a possible human settlement some 2.3 kilometers beneath the icy surface. The images seem to show strange markings in the snow which look manufactured and as those structures used to stand there. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's actually Atlantis too. So that's the that's the sequel plot of Lands. Yes. Um, no, but for real, uh, some people think Atlantis wasn't a city underwater, but actually a city that like hovered in the sky, mm-hmm. almost like a, I guess like a Babylon type of deal. I, that was a floating city, right? I don't know. I'm not I'm not a religion guy, but I, I don't I remember Babylon about Babylon. Well. Yeah. Um, however, 
on the screen you'll see if you're watching on YouTube you'll see the pictures um, of what we're talking about with Operation Ice Bridge. Now, archaeologist Ashoka Tripathi of the Department of Archaeology at the University of Calcutta believes the images are evidence of an ancient human settlement. He said, quote, These are clearly features of some sort of human-made structure, resembling some sort of pyramidal structure. The patterns clearly show nothing we should expect from natural geomorphological formations found in nature. I can't believe I got through that on the first try. <laughs> we clearly have here evidence of human engineering. The only problem is that these photographs were taken in Antarctica under two kilometers of ice. That is clearly the puzzling part. We do not have any explanation for this at the moment. These pictures just reflect a small portion of Antarctica's total landmass. There are possibly many other additional sites that are covered with ice. End quote. <laughs> it's it's funny that they say that. This is because some people think that we have missing pyramids on it, Antarctica. And uh, I actually, earlier today, I was just like, oh, there's definitely pyramids on Antarctica. Let me pull that up and did some research. Um, and fi found out that they're just eroded mountains that meet in uh, Antarctica, apparently. Um, although they do look pretty damn convincing. Um, and I don't know. I mean, that's just what people would say if they don't want you snooping around for pyramids, right? They would just say it's yeah. two mountains meeting. I mean, that's <laughs> what I would say. Anyway, I'm jumping ahead. It's like classic <laughs> sc scatterbrain, Chris. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> let's get it let's let's get to theory number three all right <laughs> theory number three the piri reese map shows antarctica before it was covered in ice while others suggest it was created by an ancient civilization thousands of years ago now it should be stated that before ancient printing techniques maps were copied and recopied by hand making it possible for historians to trace errors by comparing maps so if anything this could be the most vetted map out there interesting because as historians are kind of looking at each map they can go oh this person fucked up mm -hmm. and and each map after that is incorrect you know what i mean so like if you right. like if you were doing a map of the united states and you had you know half of texas in mexico in call it like 1806 or whenever i don't know when when we actually got texas but my dates could be completely wrong <laughs> but my point is that today you would know that you would know what map was wrong right right exactly and where things went wrong so perhaps the most significant item on the map is the descript is the depiction sorry of antarctica despite antarctica not officially being discovered until 19 or i'm sorry until 19 until 1773 by captain james cook but even more perplexing is that the map shows the frozen continent much more eastern than it is today with less snow and ice coverage despite numerous studies concluding that the last time antarctica could have been ice free was 4000 bc even the United States Air Force Reconnaissance Technical Squadron, SAC, believed that the mysterious map indicates the coastline had been mapped before it was covered by the ice cap. That's so weird. And there's, I don't know. Like, the only thing I can think of is, like, maybe it was discovered long ago and, and like, 
it kept getting transferred on the maps. Like we found an ancient map or something of Antarctica and we were just mm-hmm. like, Oh, that's cool. Let's just keep adding it to the newer maps. And, um, it's just so hard to explain. I just don't know why that would happen. Sounds complicated. <laughs> something, you know, something someone from Atlantis would do. Just saying. <laughs> well, it's, it's, this is actually kind of interesting because you have like multiple, um, respectable sources kind of going right. Like, you know this is unique and this is not like a hoax but and so historian and cartographer at the university of cambridge right cambridge is a very yeah. respectable school 100 percent. christopher adam said quote one of the history's most one of history's most puzzling maps is that of the turkish admiral piri race in 1513 a.d which successfully mapped the coastline of antarctica over 500 years ago Piri, uh, yeah, did Piri Reese knew something that we didn't yeah. know? And then it had me thinking today, like, I, way off topic, but, like, how long until we can tap the knowledge of the deceased? Like, it's it's got to be at some point, right? Like, we got to get there. I think you would there. still need their brain, though. You would need, like, their brain matter. Mm, yeah, you know what I mean? Because I don't know, I don't, like, I don't know how genetics work. So I don't know if, like, all your memories can be stored into, like, an actual genome. But everything, like, is in your mind, right? So I would assume if you have... And what constitutes as your mind. Right. Well, that's the thing is, like, that's where it gets kind of hinky. But, like, I would assume that if you have the mind, you may be able to tap into it. It's weird. That was a weird thought I had today. Yeah. You never know. (laughs) What's most fascinating about this map is that it shows the coastline of Antarctica without any ice. How is this possible when images of the subglacial coastline of Antarctica were only seen for the first time after the the development of ground penetrating radar in 1958? Wow. Uh, yeah, it's just like what was there some sort of polar shift? It's absolutely impossible to say. That's why I love Antarctica so much. It's just yeah. so much mystery shrouding it. Well, remember we just talked about maps being copied, right, as a way to reproduce and preserve them. Right. So some theorists believe that Piri Reese himself was actually one of the people that were copying the map. And it's believed that whatever civilization drew the original had either advanced knowledge of spherical geometry, uh, trigonometry or drew it from looking down from space. Yeah. Yo, now we're talking. Give me that space talk, son. Yeah. Throw it at me. Well, let's take that space talk and throw it right <laughs> into theory number four. UFO theorists believe that there are pyramids in Antarctica. Yeah, it's like an old Atlantis parking garage that was found. Yeah, the key to all the space hot rods in that pyramid. (laughs) So, remember our first episode? Ancient aliens. Yeah, that's right. Ancient astronaut theorists believe that Antarctica was colonized by ancient astronauts, or aliens, prior to it entering the Ice Age. And much like other structures around the world believed to be influenced or even built by extraterrestrials, these Antarctic pyramids could fall into the same category. I, I sure do remember that episode. And in fact, this is why I think that Atlantis was here somewhere. Um, because there's really just no other explanation. Right. It, you remember that little that little gizmo you were talking about that was calculating the planets? Like, mm-hmm. how? Like, that? Yeah. Just, it's, so, it's too 2, advanced. 2,000 years ago. But, yeah. And that's the thing. It's kind of like, again, removing my skeptic hat for a second. Mm-hmm. 
you look at Atlantis, when you're talking about Atlantis, Plato's theory, it was an advanced civilization. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean it had to be human. Right, right. And, and in fact, nowhere does it say it was human. Right. Now, putting my skeptic hat back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but a professor of Earth. That's right. That's a title. A professor of Earth at UCI <laughs> discredited this theory by saying it's, quote, just a mountain that looks like a pyramid. Many peaks partially look like pyramids, end quote. His main debunking theory is that it's Hollywood propaganda that was used to fuel the Alien vs. Predator movie, the premise of which is a pyramid found in Antarctica. Yeah, but, dude, screw that guy. Like, he doesn't have any proof. Like, <laughs> show me the proof that the pyramids aren't there. Like, again, they're saying it's two mountains that meet, but come on, man. It's, it's just deep under the ice. I'm telling right, you, well, the keys are there. That's the thing, is like... His claim that they're just mountains is just, it's as, just valid as good as anyone's claim that they're pyramids because no one's actually like gone under the ice to figure it out. Yeah, no one's allowed to go there. It's, so. it's garbage. So fuck you, Professor of Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. Also, how do you get that title? It's such I, a st- I know. God. Professor of Earth. God. Anyway. Professor of Earth. Let's go to theory number five. Nazis. There's always Nazis. That's right. Every conspiracy theory has a Nazi theory. It's, you heard correct, ladies and gentlemen. It's Nazis. It's actually a branch off of another conspiracy theory tree, which is Hitler didn't commit suicide. According to this theory, Hitler instead fled using the German submarine fleet to go inside the Earth via an entrance in Antarctica. And this is where I tap out. It's a little too far-fetched for me. <laughs> but That's fair. Some theorists believe Nazis plan to hide inside the Earth while developing advanced technology like spacecraft. And it was known as Operation High Jump. Alright, so it's just like, listen, Hitler either went to Antarctica or he went to Argentina, but he's not going to both, okay? Mm. He's too high profile. <laughs> Can't be traveling. So... Can't be traveling more than like once. Especially yeah. after you've faked your own death. I, and, like, here's the thing, too, with, like, any Nazi theory that's out there. It just makes me shrug. It's just yeah. like, eh. Because here's the thing. With, there's documented evidence that they, we allowed Nazis in America after the war. Mm-hmm. We just said, oh, okay, listen, that mine's too good to go to waste. Uh, we'll just forgive your crimes. You come work for us now. Right. Um, so them escaping and staying quiet in Antarctica doesn't really surprise me in the least. And um, I was reading another theory earlier today. Of course, there's really not any evidence of it, but apparently near Ant- uh, near the Antarctic entrance, there's a city called New Berlin <laughs> where they established uh, a new uh, new nice uh, Nazi territory yeah. and they have Antarctic passports. Oh, that was that boy. one just made me go, yeah, sure, whatever. I just <sighs> just who knows? Sense. I can't refute it. Now, I've never been there. Don't forget, too, if you recall the um, 100% historically accurate movie uh, Inglorious Bastards, mm. Hitler was killed uh, in a fire at a theater, if you uh, recall. Remember? Yeah. The end of that, that movie. Extremely. That extremely. Right. So he actually died there. So it's all just, you know, hornswoggle. Yeah. Well, that was actual footage. 
Right, I that's read. what I'm saying. It was it was a hundred percent factual, uh, according to the director and writer himself, Quentin Tarantino, Mister QT, <laughs> Mister QT. All right, now that we've gotten the was it libel or slander? Which one's uh, yeah, auditory? Once we've got Listen, now that we've gotten that, it's out all of the a way, legend. That's guys, right. you just gotta remember, it's all a legend. It's yeah. I can't wait to get that cease and desist in the mail. <laughs> Stop talking about Hitler like this. <laughs> Mr. Tarantino's movies are not fictional or not historically accurate. <laughs> Anywho, theory number six. Mm-hmm. Antarctica doesn't even exist. Some theorists or morons, depending on what word you want to use, argue that the flat earth model proves that Antarctica is just a wall of ice that wraps around the circumference of the earth. Now, if it's flat earth, there is no circumference, so right away, you're fucking idiots. But, theorists also say that there's a strict no-fly zone where pilots have aggressively been turned away. Now, I personally was not able to confirm this alleged no-fly zone if in any of the research that I did on this topic. Oh, really? I, I couldn't find it. doesn't mean that there isn't oh. one. I just couldn't find it in the research that I was doing. That's fair. I, I don't know. Maybe if I just read theories about that, but I was pretty sure that that was pretty much a, a, a set thing, that it's a no-fly zone over there. Um, but I, I, guess I, I guess I haven't really seen anything that says, yeah, here's proof of that. Um, also, to expand on that a little bit more, um, A, the no-fly zone, again, there's a theory that there's uh, a both, because both... Apparently, the South and North Poles are both no-fly zones, and they say that, like, there's the entrance to the, uh, to, to the center of the Earth kind of thing right. on both sides. Um, God, I'm jumping ahead. I don't know why. I'm such a scattered brain. That's okay. I apologize. Anyway, um, so I believe the Flat Earthers, they, they, they think it's the, quote-unquote, edge of the world. Um, and right, but what you... if the Earth is flat, it doesn't have a circumference. You know what I mean? Like, the, that... That logic is just so flawed in so many ways, mainly because it's fucking stupid. But that's beside the oh, point I agree. entirely. I agree. I, and trust me, this is not a defense of flat Earth. This is just what I have read, uh, spending too right. much time on conspiracy boards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you could just kind of keep going indefinitely yeah. at both poles until basically you freeze or starve to death. Um, the theory is is that it never ends. It's just infinite. it just goes forever, exactly. Or at least that's my understanding. Um, I again, I don't buy the flat Earth conspiracy too too much. Um, it's just something I would be interested in looking into. Like yeah, like yeah. looking into flat Earth would be something I'd be into like checking out. But like, I don't think it's going to hold a lot. I of, I, w- I want to do an episode me. on flat Earth. Um. Just because I would love to just trash these people for like 30 to 45 minutes, but I, I just don't understand how. Dude, people are passionate about I this. I know, and like, I'm really passionate about it. it. It drives me nuts because, as someone who is such a, a Bill Nye the Science Guy fan, there was a movie. He did his latest Netflix movie, I can't remember what it was called. Like Bill but saves the world or some shit. That's that's a series that he does. Okay. Uh, Bill Nye saves the world is like a series. Um, I think. 
and but then yeah. there was also like a movie that came out that he had just done where like he went up against like creationists and it was mostly about like global warming and and trying to um bring more awareness towards global warming but like as someone who is such a fan of his and and loves listening to him speak and like i can listen to neil degrasse tyson talk about the friggin universe um forever like if he just wanted to start like talking and never stop i would just sit there and listen and like guys like that carl sagan like these people who who took science and mathematics and and you know universal um theories and applied them you know in a way that has really like brought us so much advancement not only in technology but in in science and thinking and and stuff to have them combated by these people who i just it it just drives me nuts it's like so frustrating oh i get it i i get it but again it just turns out to like some of the things that they they combat with really does make sense as to why they would believe this theory but i just feel like the whole we've been to space we have satellites we are watching our earth spin we could see other planets from telescopes here on the ground it just it it just doesn't hold up to me in the end you know what i mean with the flat earth theory yeah 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 exactly I thought you were going a different route there. You and I were going to have a very different conversation for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, again, like, with presented with some of the evidence yeah. that they do have, some of the evidence that they do have does make you go, well, I guess that doesn't really make sense in what I believe right now with the Earth being round. But, I mean, that they just have the a few things. They just have a few bullet points. I know, but the science and that's is it. there. Yeah, it's... Uh, we'll we'll get into it and and yeah <laughs> in all honesty in all honesty when we do a flat earth episode i will try to remain as um unbiased as humanly possible during oh, that's the fair. episode i, Dude, I, I don't will even do know my best like i will do the research and i will present the theories that they have the flat earthers have and i will present mm-hmm. them I, I won't agree with them, I tell you that right now, and I, I may even um, call them a few Swat. choice names. Swat them down. <laughs> but, I, but I will present all the theories as they have them when we do it. But anyway, we after going on that little uh, tangent, um, we're going to get into theory number seven, which is, as Chris alluded to earlier, the Earth is hollow. And Antarctica holds the entrance, and this is Chris's favorite theory. Uh, this and was. I think this is where me. this is the one Chris um, buys into the most. So I'm yeah. gonna let him take this one away. <clears throat> so yeah, this one, this one, I was a little bit passionate about, and I really, uh, I just really wanted to touch upon this because I think it's a neat theory. Um, so some people theorize that there's an inner Earth, basically. Uh, that inspired books like Journey to the Center of the Earth that was written by Jules Verne in 1874. It's that old? Aust- yeah. Oh, yeah. It's old. I thought, um, what's his name uh, from The Mummy? Brendan Fraser? Yeah. I thought Brendan Fraser's Journey to the Center of the Earth it was like maybe 50 years after the fact of the book being written. 
No, I mean, I think it was re-released like in the 1950s oh, again, yeah, uh, so, something like that. I don't. I guess I don't really know. I'm just making shit up, if I'm being honest. But then here, here's one that I thought was very interesting. Uh, Baron Trump, and no, not the president's son. Uh, (laughs) uh, there's another book called Baron Trump's Marvelous Underground Journey written by the American author and lawyer Ingersoll Lockwood in 1893 what a great name right Ingersoll Lockwood a strong name you're definitely a lawyer if you have that name thinking about naming my first kid Ingersoll there you go (laughs) Uh, so basically the novel recounts the adventures of the German boy Wilhelm Heinrich Sebastian von Trump who goes by Baron Trump in the book. That's fair. Um, yeah, right. Who's going to go by all that, right? Jesus. Um, and basically, the book is about uh, he, how he discovers weird underground civilizations, offends the natives, flees from the, the, the entanglements with local women, repeats <laughs> this pattern until arriving back home at Castle Trump. Which, which is also like now Trump known thing. as the White House, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I was just gonna say the the plot sounds um sounds very similar. <laughs> oh god! No, I was reading that and that made me that made me giggle. But um, anyway, Castle Trump. Uh, yeah, right. So both of these books have very similar stories uh, and describe certain things the same way. But however, that could just be one drawing inspiration off the other kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there are plenty of images on like Google Maps that support this theory. And they look like there are either bases that are covered up on the surface or something that's underground. Um, and there are pretty there there there's plenty of large open caves that are spec. Uh, basically, it's speculated that those are entrances to the center of the earth. Okay. Um. Obviously, that's just speculation. It's not really based on any hard evidence, so it's just kind of like, oh, that could just be a large cave, too, you jackass. That doesn't have to be the entrance (laughs) to the center of the earth. Um, But as I always say, evidence is a two-way street, and again, if no one's debunking this theory either, so it's like, eh, I guess it's plausible, right? Yeah. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, the images will be on the screen now, Um, and for those of you on iTunes and SoundCloud, we'll put the links to those images um in the description so you can check them out and see for yourself and we'll also have a copy of the link for google maps in the description on all the platforms yeah yeah i always like i always like to back myself up with some sort of image or something so yeah uh you just i just gotta have it i have I to have at, my eyes, i just please find the first uh first thing on the internet whatever google turns up as the top result for my search is what i use <laughs> in, in my research and i just go no further that's fair <laughs> Hey, that's that's absolutely fair. I mean, sometimes you don't have to Just go that kidding. that deep. I mean, I I I'm sometimes all over. I don't. Sometimes, like a couple of these, I typed it in, and it's been like, here's everything you need to know about this. And then, like that one page has links to like all of their sources, so I just get to like read through that. It's crazy, man. I've I've been I've been a conspiracy guy like my whole life. I just I love thinking about things. Uh, that no one else really wants to talk about yeah. kind of thing. Or, like, nobody really wants to think that way, right? I've been doing this for, God, since I was, like, 16. And it's funny because I've seen so many wild theories out there. And if you ever see a theory that you think is wild and you try to search it back up later, it's impossible. It's so hard. Yeah. I had to I've, really... I've had that happen to me. Dude, I had to really, really, really dig 
to find those pictures today. Like, I must have spent about an hour and a half finding those pictures in the Google map. I've thing. searched the exact same search verbatim, word for word, and gotten completely different results. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was just like uh, last episode we did about databases when I yeah. wanted to find out what... Uh, and, what and again, that... we're apologizing for that episode. <laughs> The uh, you remember how I was talking about how Facebook was was bought by the CIA and it was kind of like a black. I for the life of me, I know that operation had a name that right. got killed. I just could not find it for the life of me. But it was all over the internet. I want to say six months ago, everyone mm-hmm. was talking about it. Weird. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Another yeah, rant minor for Chris. Uh, so uh, <laughs> another uh, piece of evidence uh, going back to the underground like bunkers or bases another piece of evidence that supports that um, basically it's a theory that happened or, or I guess should say it's a mystery that happened about two years ago uh, Fitbit came out with like a weird like GPS tracking system on their on their Fitbits mm-hmm. and it was kind of like one of those like oh look all around the world everyone's exercising look at all these people exercising look at all these people like doing activity this that and the other right. and it would show you like like lines of like people who like did a jog it was like a thermal map on on um on their website the thing is is people saw these thermal maps in and in Antarctica they were just just lines of people walking back and forth on Antarctica. And now the thing that makes this absolutely wild was that they were in the middle of nowhere, miles away from civilization. So the only the only reasonable explanation is for this is they were underground. But like, where were they and what are they doing down there? Because if they're on top, they would have frozen to death or, or starved. You know, okay. there, there was nothing. Okay, so... I've never heard of this. Mm-hmm. So I want to get this straight. So you're saying people were wearing Fitbits mm-hmm. and the GPS yep. on their Fitbits were showing them in Antarctica. Absolutely. Yep. Not only now, in Antarctica, but like pacing around and like going back and forth. Right. So I, I was going to ask like, are these, you know, random everyday people or these specific people? But you're saying that Fitbit, the company was like, look at our GPS data. Yeah, <laughs> they were just yeah, absolutely they were just throwing people's whereabouts out there. I'm assuming all anonymously. Of course, it was anonymous. Uh, anonymous. Yeah, it wasn't like, hey, look at look at Frank here in Antarctica. What the fuck, Frank? It was just like, no, there's someone down there. And another really weird thing too was like the distance they were traveling. It was too far. It was too far for for someone with two legs to be traveling to just be walking or jogging. So they were potentially driving something okay there so that that makes a little more sense for me because originally when i read this i thought that like people just were it, it was like a hashtag thing you know what i mean like post your results with the hashtag fitbit and hit instagram and it's so then it's like okay were these just random everyday people experiencing this or were these specific people and if they were specific people how the hell did anyone get their fitbit gps data but if fitbit's just going take a look at all the gps data and and you know and then all of a sudden somebody looks and they're like well who the fuck is walking around in antarctica doing a doing a six mile jog (laughs) right right because that, that, was that a, just confused the hell out of me but if if that's actually like if that actually happened that's insane yeah it was like a look at the world working out all at one like you're not alone yeah like all these other people are working out 
And uh, the weird thing too was like it wasn't just Antarctica that was had some some weird pings. You know, there were some like weird obsolete right. islands that are not even on Google Maps. They were are like on on the world map. You know what I mean? There was like pings mm-hmm. out in the ocean. It was wild. It was yeah. absolutely wild. Um, it is so hard to find information about that right now. So hard. This happened two years ago, and I remember when it happened. It was a huge deal. Every video that I dug up on it today was deleted off YouTube. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Does that cover up much, right? <laughs> See, Beyonce only had to call somebody in the government, evidently. Yeah. Or at, or yeah. at Fitbit. <laughs> Those guys know how to take shit down off the internet. Pretty much. That's, yeah, nuts, that's nuts, man. Well, yeah, so... Um, that's our last theory, right? That's that's our last theory. There are plenty of other theories about Antarctica, um, but there you have it, right? So just when you thought you knew about the Earth, you don't. Antarctica is a continent that is shrouded in conspiracy. So I say we keep burning fossil fuels, we keep spraying aerosol, and we keep raising that Earth's temperature because that's the only way we're going to discover the secrets that lie under all that ice. And who cares if Florida gets swallowed up in the process? I mean, it's Florida. All their good athletes end up playing for other teams anyway, so they just speed up that process. And you lose Disney. So what? It's any place that makes you wait two-plus hours to get into the Star Wars cantina bar just so they can serve you a drink that makes your mouth tingle and then charge you over $200 to friggin' make a lightsaber, and then you have to lug that lightsaber around for the rest of the day. Let them get swallowed up as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, I agree. The happiest place on the earth, my ass. Happiest place on the earth if you have about a grand to spend on yourself. Per day. Yeah, exactly. Per day. Uh, yeah, no, not much would be lost in Florida. Sorry, Mom and Dad. I know you all are down there now, but, you know, <laughs> okay. maybe move come, to Georgia. They can come back. They can come back yeah. to, to New Hampshire or, or a little further north. But, you know, so what? California, eh. Florida, eh. Mm. Mexico, eh. Mm. We're already putting a wall up anyway, so what do care? and <laughs> add, add one add one to the florida georgia border please can, can we make that wall too yeah. keep it all in florida all right we can call florida mexicano and just put up another wall jesus add one to, to california as well you just go along uh, mexico and up california we'll just we'll Done. give mexico all their land back Ooh, all right i'm into it Right? Yeah. Doesn't affect me any. I don't give a shit. Exactly. I'm a I'm a third I'm an original <laughs> colony, baby. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that is all for this week's episode. That's all for Antarctica for now. Um if you as always, if you have any urban legends or conspiracy theories that you think we should cover, please feel free to email us at the number four guys media network at gmail.com. Please make sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Click the like and subscribe icons on YouTube on the 4 Guys Media Network page. Or check us out on SoundCloud by searching M-I-O-H pod, all one word. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time on the Mystery in Our History podcast. Bye. Deep dab. (laughs) Deep dab. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's my sign off. Oh, I hate you. Just a. Uh... <laughs> <Deep down. laughs>